presents the sisterhood and accountability with special guests topaz broadcast january the 24 2021 this might be triggering but nonetheless enjoy
the views expressed on Talk Real Solutions hosted by Tyrone Thompson at TalkRealSolutions.com are the views of Tyrone Thompson and do not reflect the views of TalkRealSolutions.com, YouTube, or etc. The content here belongs to Talk Real Solutions and its many contributors. Views and opinions expressed by all contributors belong to them and not TalkRealSolutions.com or Tyrone Thompson, the host, or etc. All data and information provided on the site is for informational purposes only. Talk Real Solutions makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, correctness, suitability, or validity of any information on this site and will not be liable for any errors, omissions, or delays in this information or any losses, injuries, or damages arising from its display or use. All information is provided on an as-is basis. In a world where there's crime, corruption, violence, murder, rape, theft, and all forms of atrocities that plague the world in which we live in today, what you're witnessing, we are living in a state of chaos and take a more greater or more extreme chaos to restore the order in which the world we live in today. Good evening, my people. This is chaos rain here. And tonight, it's going to be very much interesting and a must or a must needed conversation on the stream tonight but before we begin let me pull up something all right I would like everybody to go to TalkRealSolutions.com. On TalkRealSolutions, you find the three-point plan for black empowerment, black achievement. Also on the website, there's a list of black savage banks. And, and on the website, you'll see latest articles of news and current events that goes around America, the West, we call it, and abroad. Um, but all that information is located on TalkRealSolutions.com. So if you're not familiar with the website, check it out for yourself. Oh, and there's also a donation on the website as well if you want to donate to this platform we call TalkRealSolutions. Um, also, you can find this show, Chaos Rain, on Facebook on Talk Real Solutions, streaming live on Facebook as well. And let me check. Oh, and also we are simulcasting on YouTube as well. Ain't that something? So you could catch this stream on Facebook and YouTube, the Talk Real Solution edition of the show. Now for my show, Chaos Rain, if you're not familiar with Chaos Rain, you could also Subscribe to Chaos Rain on YouTube. And you can now follow me on Facebook, which is titled Eric Rain. As you know, I go by Chaos Rain, Eric Rain on Facebook. 
And let me pull up the Facebook. For those familiar. Oh, let's see. And there we go. We're starting the session. I'm on Facebook. Type in um talk with sweet. Oh no, I'm sorry, not talk with sweet. <laughs> I get mixed up. Eric Rain is where you can find me on Facebook. You can also follow me on Twitter at chaosrain7. And there are so many ways to connect to me. Um, you can connect me through the Facebook or Twitter. I will try to be more more active with Twitter. I'm still trying to work things around. And to be fair and honest, uh, I'm not really much using the social media to its full potential like I should have, where I normally used to. But I'm getting back to the um, the feel of things to make be more active. Um, and if y'all guys got any unusual topics, and it could be any topics, rather from extraterrestrials to, I guess, issues with the community, issues with men and females. Um, anything that sounds intriguing that I that makes my eyebrows raise, please leave a comment either on my Facebook page if it's available, Eric Rain, or you could try um leave a comment on my channel on YouTube. And it could be anything on any of the videos. I will look for it, look at it, read it, and maybe respond back at a given notice. So these are all the links to find me. Um, and also, you know, we're streaming live on both ends on TRS. So I think that's all I'm going to give for now. Um, did I forget anything? Let me think. Um, no, I think that's it. Let me check if my guest is on the board. Oh, wait. Let me go back and check. Give me one second, people. Okay, I think I see her now. If you dare, press star six once I can see on the board. And we can get this party started. Yeah. <laughs> no joke, a joke, guys. <laughs> anyway. Um, tonight's subject, Chaos Rain presents the sisterhood and accountability. Oh, yes. We're going to talk about a taboo subject, something that's not really discussed within the black, 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 black community, and that is accountability. Accountability is a sin, a taboo here in this community we call black community. We all know that black men always hold accountable for everything, but do the sisters really hold accountable on their behavior and actions? We shall see tonight. Want to whisper. But anyway, no further ado, I'd like to welcome back to TRS Talk Resolutions, the one and only Topaz. What's good, Topaz? Are you there? Hey, how are you? I'm good. I'm, good. Um, I'm sorry about being a little late. Um, I had some things oh, that ran that, over. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fine. Don't worry about it. But you're here nonetheless. I sound good right. at your end. All right, good. Well, as you could tell from the title I lay out, um, and mind you, Topaz, this is something that 
I came to ideal from something that you mentioned, discussed last year, that you never came across and did a stream on it. I can't give the actual name you were trying to set forth because, you know, talking about this, not the title, but something in depth that relates to this, it's going to be very much triggering okay. to our community. It's going to be more triggering to a lot of sisters. And I'm not saying little, but a lot. Because from what you tell me, from your own experience, it's troublesome. And you as you are very much more or even greater pro-black than any woman that I've come across. Well, I try. You know, I care about the community. I try to make sure that what I'm saying and, and doing is helpful. Yeah. All right. So let's get into the meat or the grunt of things. So... In regards to the question I laid out, and because you you have a background in therapy, psychiatry, all the above, what in regards to accountability or the notion that why this is such, I guess, a primate thing when the males of our group harp and emphasize and bring not only that but bring the data, which everybody sees data. Why is accountability such a triggering or a primate notion amongst the everyday black women today in the 21st century, from last century well, going on to this century? Okay, so the reason why people have such a problem with accountability is because accountability, when it's positive, is called credit, and everybody wants to take credit. So, therefore, you know, the only time that we mention accountability or people having a problem taking accountability is when it's something negative. And so it, it makes you feel attacked. It means that there's something that you did that wasn't okay. And so for a lot of black people, we start out already in our lives with two strikes against us already. So then for the every time that you feel attacked, that feels like the third strike. So therefore people try to dodge because they want to make sure that they are saying that they learn the lesson, they understand, they can play the game of life. And when you're taking accountability, since it's not the positive version, meaning credit, it means that you have done something wrong that you're accepting the consequences for. Okay, excellent, excellent. So from your notion, and mind you, Thomas, I don't want you to hold back because it's me, chaos. You know how I deal with real chaos, and then there has to be the bring in at the end of the day. Hold back, sis, all right? Just let you know head time. No, I don't tell most okay. of this, but, you know, this this is a range where I said we don't give a fuck around here. We we, go, we talk it as it is. Okay. Okay. So, so in regards to the accountability, let's say, let's go deeper. We all know here in Notion that, you know, a lot of women, they pick certain mates and they you know, conceive. And we all know it takes two, correct? All right. Right. So now when the issue comes about when I'm hearing this notion that the man should always stay after, you know, I guess she is knocked up, I'm thinking, and this is just me from what I'm hearing from other dudes that, you know, there's notion that, you know, you should, and we harp, that you should married before you carry. And right. me, when I was here that, I always think, you know, why is it so important that as men, we, we keep harping that? Because we know, said, in this society, that if there's nothing really 
contract in paper or contract that really this man depend on your choices rather you think he you stimulate aroused or attracted at you him create this bond and kid comes out of this that there's nothing really holding this dude to stay around from what I'm hearing a lot of women and someone said that these dudes on the average are walking out their families except I've been hearing this but I'm fixing but hold on how is a man just going up and get and walk out of any responsibility and then when I think about it, that I always go back and say is there anything buying contract? Because no man just skip and walk. There's always got to be something. Has to be something that it'll do two things. This man decides he could walk out without no consequence, or you as women just want enough to do it, or you left. It's one the other one here scenario when they send a man just walk out and him, her, and the children. And we know in the black community, rather who's you know knocking up the women on the average because you know if they said more than half of us particularly men over 50 don't have kids. And on the women's side now, it's like roughly touching mid 40%. That there has to be right. some other pull that somebody's knocking up the so-called extraordinary 70, 80% out of wedlock in the committee. So when I look at the numbers don't make sense. So I'm saying, what binding as a woman, you have to really hold a man where you know there's nothing really that he solidified that say he make you 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 his wife and says something that's short term that he could just get up and walk. I don't know if you want to explain this. I don't know if the question was clear when I'm laying out. Um, okay, so what I'm thinking that the question is is like so what do women when we enter into uh a relationship, even if it's mm-hmm. a sexual relationship, and there ends mm-hmm. up being a child conceived, what is it that mm-hmm. a woman that would make a woman say, Yes, it's okay to have a child with this person because they're gonna stay? Like what is it that we require? Is that the question? Yeah, we could, you could lay that out. Yeah, how do we, how, everywhere you okay. want to answer. But yeah, that, we could look at that. We could look at that. Go ahead. Okay, so the thing is, women like so the one. Let, let, there's two types of women, right? There's the type that wait for mm-hmm. marriage to have a kid, and there's the type that are okay with having the kid before marriage. When you are a woman mm-hmm. that waited for marriage, what the belief is is that that vow of marriage means that this guy has chosen you, and that he's going to be there for you, and that like you know you have to tell yourself that nothing on this planet is going to say that it's okay to break that marriage vow. Like that. Otherwise, if you didn't believe that in, in some, on some level, you wouldn't walk down the aisle. So they're believing that that covenant, that that vow, the promise they made, and witnesses, people see this promise being made. So you now are not just, you know, imagining this. You have people that are saying to you, yes, he did promise this. You are absolutely correct. So those women believe that that marriage vow is what will what will mean that it's okay to have children with this guy. Now, this is the thing. It, that doesn't allow for people to grow into somebody different. After If you marry somebody young, you may have experiences within the marriage that says that you now no longer believe the same things that you used to believe. So now you want out. So, you know, the women that wait for marriage, that they believe that that means that he's supposed to stay, but sometimes what happens is the man will leave because now he needs something different. Now, the other type of woman, the one that's okay with having the kid before the marriage, right, this is the woman that feels like the connection is more important. She believes that something that he did you know, however minuscule it is or, ever, or either however great it is, 
something that he did says that, okay, we don't have to worry about the marriage. You know, I believe this guy is committed to me, and even if we aren't together, he'll still be there for the child, so I'm going to go ahead and have the child even though we haven't been married. Now, what that does not allow is for the woman to realize that maybe the guy didn't want to be there in the first place. Maybe this was something that he had not planned on. He was not in the same thought process that you were in. Maybe you misread the situation. So now, you know, the guy is leaving because not only does he not want to be there now, but he may or may not have ever wanted to be there. Some men would have wanted to be there at first, and now things changed, and some of them didn't want to be there in the first place, and this happened, and now they're dealing with it. So does that kind of answer the question that you were asking? Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, that's how I laid out um, to make it simplify how you want to answer, but somewhat similar. Um, my thing is this with the um, the uncertainty from um, exhibit two that you referenced that she feels a long-term relationship and feels that this man will just stay around after, you know, going that route without, you know, actual committed marriage. Like, you know, you go to the courthouse, you know, say I do and all that stuff. It's a little different that you know, she, you know, we don't need to go all through the white man system. We could just do this route and then we'll just swing it out, which is all right to a degree. But what I'm hearing now from the after effects and backlash from what the women have been complaining that these dudes are walking out. And I'm looking at, say, you know, it's hard for a man to really be buying from anything because there's nothing really guaranteed because there's nothing he facilitate through the state. Now, I know most people don't want to talk about the state because you know how black people are say, oh, the state, I don't want the state in our business. I said, well, you might want to do it, especially if you're trying to get something out of this. Because what I find out, the way how we are moving now, the ones that go the way to get married in the system we call the West, we call America, it can be tricky. Cause I heard some dudes, you know, or men in general say it's not a good deal from what they're saying because of the backlash that could come to this because how the state is structured for more than women. But I look at it that, yeah, it's structured, but... It goes back again that there has to be a furrow vetting process that, you know, if you're going to choose this woman for a long-term relationship or marriage, you got to be certain that you could you see all the layout, the possibilities, and look at what are going to be the possible outcomes, which there is going to be possible outcomes because, like I said, there is incentive for a good portion of women to okay. not stay around now. Oh, go ahead. Are you here? Oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah. No, I, I'm here, but I did want to add on to something. You said the, the vetting process, okay. right? So now this is the thing about the vetting process. The vetting process is you doing the best that you can do to make a, a decision that a reasonable person would make. It doesn't make you mm -hmm. psychic. Right, so mm -hmm. no man can vet a woman to the point where he can ensure one hundred percent that he's not gonna be hurt or or damaged in some way. Neither can mm -hmm. any woman do the same for men. So the vetting mm -hmm. process is just saying for us as the community, if this person falls on hard times, are we gonna be willing to support them and understand how they got in that situation and say that yes, it's worth it for us to help them. We care about this. We want that type of behavior to continue. Right. So whenever people mm -hmm. say you should have vetted better, that mm -hmm. to me is a red flag because, you know, there is a point where like some people 
make sure that they are capable of passing all of the tests for the vetting process and still being mm-hmm. able to do what they want to do. The vetting process is for the person that used it as well as their support system. Now, like, I, I do think that that's one thing that we do as, as a black culture is that we um, need to not – basically, we need to understand that everything has limits. The vetting process mm-hmm. even has limits. Mm-hmm. Yes, you should use it. Yes, you should, uh, you know, be as, um, you know, you should be as efficient as you can utilizing that. But recognize that there are going to be some people that fall through the cracks because nothing is 100%. So you can't mm-hmm. vent your way out of um, an unpleasant situation. You could try, but at some point, like, there's going to be some people that fall through that through those cracks. And those are the people that we need to extend our kindness to. Those are the people we need to help. The people that didn't even bother to use the process, we don't have to help them. They're, you know, like they need to understand that that's, you were supposed to do something and you didn't. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. You know, that's interesting that it's a red flag when vetting because, like, everything, you know, you always got to test the waters to see where we at where our mind's at. And what I mean by vetting, I'm not saying just, you know, what, just sit down like a courtship. It has to be just a real thorough courtship. And what I mean that, you know, it's going to come to the point, you know, saying what I want out of this, what you want out of this, and we could, what we could come to make some form of deal down the line, you know, because that's where it ends where, you know, when we talk about, let's say, the marriage part, and a lot of people understand marriage is a business. It's buying contract where, you know, you look at something that's going to be hopefully for the long haul. Not permanent for hopefully for the long haul because we live in different times now to pass. It's not like our grandparents or parents that had marriage that lasts like, what, 30 years almost? Mm-hmm. Some maybe long, longer. Well, no, our grandparents had marriages that lasted 70 years, like as long as they were from oh, 20 to okay. 90. Oh, well, that's different. I mean, I know my, my side of parents, they, they're pushing like almost 40 years. Do you get me? I'm not sure about mm-hmm. your side, but, but the, and I think I know one of my aunties is pushing almost 60 now. But the point, yeah, they, they actually, with marriage decades ago, usually it's to one of them is in the dirt. You get me? To really mm-hmm. death. And it's not like that now because, like I said, most of the laws now since the 70s, like no-fault divorce, made it more and i think well no fault divorce it was really designed intentionally to create more of an easier separation between man and woman in my opinion because when we look at how the society yeah. is structured and how they want to extract resource they already conclude that to be fair and honest that it was more profitable to keep people apart because i know women spend money do you hear me ladies as long <laughs> as you're single and with child you're going to spend money you're not getting around because you are consuming creature. And this economy flourish when women are spending money. Hell, Tobias, you could probably give us some of the scenarios on your end, how you or any other woman spent so much money with Amazon last year because of the lockdown. Yeah, right. we're spending like, like it's no tomorrow, like it's the candy machine, this throwing the quarters and turn that machine, and you see the cash drop. <laughs> That's how it is. <laughs> The, the system smiles. Mr. Charlie smiles and says, oh, yes, yes, yes. Jeff Bezos made a lot of money off the communities. I'm telling you right now. He made his billions instantly overnight last year. And mind you, 
that man was married to his wife for over 25 years. She got her little change, but he kept it rolling with the money. You feel me? But mm-hmm. like I said, for the sake of women, that, you know, long-term relationships with child, there's no guarantee with the mate because he could feel he could walk out and there was no responsibility. Now, mind you, there is responsibility on the male side for most ladies that are going to listen to this. The system always punished men for derelict behavior. Do you hear me? Mm-hmm. There's no way no, where a man could escape any of any responsibility. So women tell me I say that men and women are equal. No, <laughs> we're not. <laughs> for you to think that you are equal, that tells me you are on the pipe. It's like this, Topaz. If I gave you a couple 50-pound bags and take care of all the way up the steps, will you do it? No. Two. Okay. But I am, as man, is able to do that. So when they tell me right. I say equality, I say, oh, really? Okay. Carry that. They're going to look at you fine. Say, but you say equal. But the point is this, to let people know, say, we are not equal. So in regards to equal punishment, is totally different between men and women. So we gotta get that clear for those who not, who want to criticize well, that okay, men. Well, okay, so now, this is yeah. the thing. So I feel yeah. like black. I feel like men and women are equal but different. We have different goals, and the reason I say equality is because both are needed. Mm-hmm. If one could could function without the other. I would say mm-hmm. then we're not equal. But the only reason why I use the word equal is because I want people to understand that both are needed. One could be mm-hmm. um, more valuable depending on which viewpoint you look at it from. I get why men need to feel like, yeah, men are, uh, like women are not equal to men. What they are is different. The thing is, if you as a man can't sustain humanity, then you're not better. What you are is better at certain things. And I don't go into that argument with people because then it's like, okay, well, which, which, what, you know, what do we hold as a better value and all that? And in that argument to me, I feel like it's moot. What's the point? What's the point of having that argument? So I, that's the only reason why I don't get into those arguments about whether we're equal or which side is better is because what difference does it make? Both sides are needed. We as a culture mm-hmm. need to focus on the fact that both are needed. We need to have both because each side is mm-hmm. still, from what I see, keep trying to have like where they are okay and they don't need the other one. Whenever I hear a woman say she don't need a man or when I hear a man say he don't need a woman, I feel like, okay, mm-hmm. so you are two people that are getting ready to die. You're going to die out because if you don't have the other half, then you're not going to be able to create a way to continue. So to me, that's mm-hmm. what that, that means. So I, I, that's why I don't get into that argument, because what difference does it make? You can believe whatever it is believe, you need to believe. Tell yourself whatever you need to sleep at night. But at the end of the day, both sides are still needed. Neither side can survive without the other. To me, that is the definition of equality. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, two halves have to make a whole one way or the other. Right. Um, um, and, you know, I don't have too many circular arguments with this. You know, only time when women go around that crap is when they're around presence of men. You might see it firsthand to pass me around a lot of these male streams when men are talking mm-hmm. about, you know, man stuff about issues about relationship and women, especially black women. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, they pop out of nowhere. I said, damn, y'all guys popping like Jesus Christ. I mentioned my black woman and whoop, 
There you come. Hold on. The title didn't say that. Well, it just said it, but you just come out nowhere and then you see him comment. And, you know, me and Mr. Faulkner, we, we go back and forth. Well, he goes back and forth. I just sit back and listen. I'll say something when needed, but mm-hmm. really, truly, and I just don't entertain certain conversations after a while. All right, mm-hmm. good. So, like I said, um, ladies, um, in regards to the mate selection, um, you know, it is determined by you. Um, I'm not going to hold it against you too much because at the end of the day, you know, when you decide to conceive, you're going to have to think critically how you're going to maneuver in this, the rest, of you, the rest of your life with you and child and with the mate that you hope that you trust that is going to do his part. That's it. You know, mm-hmm. I think one thing with the account in this in America is that they do give women a way out that, you know, you can just put them on child support. Then you go find another mate and maybe you could get another second shot of life. And we already know to pass with women and men in regards to you know, what men hold value with certain women, that they, mm-hmm. they're not going to entertain women with children. Even now, if you hear the conversation now, especially men that don't have kids, they don't, they're not really thrilled to say, I'm just looking for a nice, fine chick with a, a child, a baby mama. You hear these conversations with a lot of men. They say, we're just looking for a, a woman, hopefully that, you know, doesn't have, like, baggage, like a whole bunch of kids. Or doesn't look too fat or weight, you know. That's what the yeah. average man is thinking, you know. And a lot of women think, say, you know, as black men, because our fault as black men that we accept everything big and everything with women. That's why we are actually the garbage pool of dating pool. Because you see Topaz where you're at. If you notice, there's a lot of black men that are carrying around and messing around with women that are bigger. Not only black women, but also women of other race. Yeah, but I don't want to, like, I wouldn't say that that means black men are the garbage of the dating Oh, I mean, no, 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 I'm, I am saying it. Personally. Oh, okay. And not me, not, okay. not me saying it. Don't, oh, this is not to me saying it and Mr. Fault, Charles Faulkner, because me and me, him had this conversation. Okay. And, and I had to agree okay, with him I because, just... yeah, 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 don't worry, no, did I attack you? Don't worry, don't worry about it. No, it's not don't even worry. about being attacked. My thing is like, like, okay, so... As long as, like, okay, this, I don't think it makes men garbage if they like women that are on the heavier side or they like women that have certain characteristics or life experiences or whatever. Because I've talked to certain men that say that they do want to date a woman with kids because then that means that she's at the house, mm-hmm. right? She's cooking. She has responsibilities. She can't be out here doing what the single women do. There are some men that truly believe that. Now, do I feel like that that is um, the best option? No, because I feel like there should be some women that are at home that are doing what they're supposed to do, whether they have kids or not. But unfortunately, this mm-hmm. is where we are as a, as a society. The only way you can assume mm-hmm. that a woman's going to be at the house is she have kids, right? I guess. I don't know. I'm not a guy. Mm-hmm. I don't date women. So this is just what they mm-hmm. say, right? So yeah, this is yeah. the thing is I don't think that makes men garbage if that's what they want and that's the only place that they've been able to find it. So I wouldn't say it. It's not about getting attacked. It's just that I've had men to tell me certain things, and I'm like, yeah, okay, I get it. You know, so it's my way of empathizing with men who have been in that predicament. Well, I have somewhat not much empathy when it comes to the male population in general. Because mm-hmm. as black men, can speak as black men, period, we as black men, we could do much better. You get me? Not only right. if we get our finance up, 
but in regards to proper mate selection. And I think we give incentivized for certain behavior amongst our community with women because you hear all the time that said, well, and well I you're the why y'all say that. I get yeah. why and, and, you and, yeah. and Charles say that because what and, y'all are yeah. trying to get me in to do is not, you know, not, like not pick a woman who has had a chance at a relationship and then threw it away for nothing. Y'all are trying to prevent men from getting with women who just, you know, viewed it as a come up and then it didn't work out and now she's back in the day. Like, I get that. I completely understand that. I understand where y'all are coming from. So, but I, I just don't want to call black people garbage. I just don't. okay. I'm not okay. saying that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Right. That's fair. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. And as y'all know, this is a therapist, so she knows the power of <laughs> words and language. I yeah, use it because yeah, exactly. I want to apply pressure on you Negroes, you know, when I use certain <laughs> words. And trust me, you know the power of black women's tongue or women's tongue in German. When they yeah. open their mouth and they say, I can't stand their tongue because their tongue is sharp like a razor. It stings. It's like, it's like you're casting spells when you use your words properly in a very loosely manner. A very sharp manner, because when you call a man a bitch ass Negro, or mm-hmm. you call him a gay person, or all other derogatory terms, it hurts. Yeah, which I wouldn't be supporting that either. Like, I don't like when yeah. that happens either. I think that that's inappropriate. I think that it causes problems in the community too. So I'm not mm-hmm. just only policing men's language. I tell women that it's not okay for them to say certain things too. Now it goes back to the accountability, the accountability piece of this stream. That, um, as a woman, what in regards that you've noticed that women, our sisters could do a lot better if they can in regards to hold something accountable on their end when they're okay, around each so, other. Right. So what I think that women could do better at is finding their actual purpose and their actual identity before they start dating. The thing that I don't like when I'm talking to black women is the fact that there are large groups of women for whom life does not matter unless they have a dude that's in their face right then. What I try to get women to understand is sometimes you need to have patience, right? Sometimes you need to be focused on what it is that you specifically can do in life, not just about a husband only. Yes, you need to know what you can bring to the table for your your future husband or what have you, but you also need to know what you bring to the table just as a human and individual. Because, see, these women, they get out here, and when a guy doesn't do what they want to do, they throw these tantrums, they do a bunch of stuff that is harmful to themselves, the community, the other person, because after that guy leaves, it's like, what is your life about? They don't have anything else. I don't like it when I'm talking to women and the only thing they can talk about is where's the nearest place where you can find men. And the reason for that is because, right, that means if they strike out one night, everybody has to pay for it. They are in a bad mood. They do bad stuff. Nobody gets anything good. And then now somebody has to sit around and help them feel better or else it's going to be a blow-up World War III. I think that women should have something that they can talk about outside of um, sex and relationships. You need to have an uh, a identity because otherwise, who are you in a marriage? Who is this guy marrying? Who is he making a baby with? Is there an identity? So I do think that black women could do that a little bit better, and then I think that that would in turn solve a lot of the problems that we have like the problematic behaviors we don't like that women, that black women do, 
would be solved. Now, are there other things that would need to be fixed in a relationship with black people? Yes. But that would be the thing that would be solved from what black women, you know, the problems that they bring to the relationship. Okay. 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 Um, excellent. Excellent. Um, another thing I would say for the holding of accountability, um, that I will see want to do better is to really, um, for those that are, let's say are, are married, that they could at least help and groom other young women to not only see what it is, but to what are the things that they could do once they get to that position. And why I say is because a lot of young women nowadays around other women or circles that want to waste a lot of time, especially in their 20s. You get mm-hmm. me? And nothing's wrong with yep. being wasting time, partying, and all that. But there has to be a, a cutoff period, you know, when you had to get serious. Because as you know, Topaz, most dudes, when you hear a lot of them, whether they're financially stable or have are making six figures or wherever position they are in life as they're older, they tend to get women that are a little younger. And I say a little bit, not super young, but a little bit younger, depending if they're not really mm-hmm. find their true mate during um, their, I guess, trying years. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When they're like in their twenties. It's not like when when we were, because we are, I guess, we're eighties babies if we want to call it like right. that. That is a little. Different. I mean, I did things different than what you did because you're older than me. But at times, what we live, you know, we're just the the outliners. I don't know if that's the right word to say. Then ones that's coming up now, that's 20s a decade ago. You get me? Now we mm-hmm. have to sit and look at our environment and our snare that if you're a young girl, if you're in your mid-20s and you look for marriage, sometimes if you're not finding him while you're in school and college, which most women said they are, if you're not trying to get scoop up then, then obviously your process now, you might have to go find an older dude. You get me? Which is fine. I mean, that's optional because I hear him pushing in certain circles. But I look at that, you know, the gaps, if they're going to be widened, you have to be ready mentally beside anything else because you're dealing with an individual that has more time, maybe experience, and it's more mature. And we right. all know what most males on the average, they don't really start to really see life or have more of a, what they want more until they're like, their late 20s, when their brains reach a certain capacity, you know, like right. around 27 at, at most. And that's what it, 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 it lies in both the men and women, because I'm not saying just the males at 27 when your brain reaches a certain maturity, but women as well. So, but like I said, they always push the notion that women mature are much mature than them. Yeah, and that's been found as a myth. That's just something that people and, say. And, 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 and it, it, it is a myth, yeah. because I, I don't right. because how the brain is not fully developed until you're late I'm late twenties, but no, because you might okay, have so you I'll, might have the body, but you go ahead, go ahead, speak. Right. Go ahead. Okay, so the myth that I was talking about is the fact that women mature faster than men. That that part has been found as a myth. Both, you know, genders mature, you know, along the same lines. It's not what happens is people require less out of men until they're older and they require more out of women younger. So men it's not like men are just sitting around twiddling their thumbs, just, you know, you know, incoherent until they're older. You know, that that to me is an insult to men as well. 
So that's the myth. Now, you do, you like, there are certain uh, mental processes that you are not capable of until you're in your mid to late 20s, and that is because mm-hmm. some things are, are shaped by life experience. It's not shaped by genetics. So some okay. things you have to have experienced before you can say that you have this type of thought process. You can have it, you can understand it, but you can't truly, um, like, internalize it and truly know. You could believe and, and accept what other people tell you, but you can't truly know until you've hit a certain, um, you know, age milestone, behavioral milestone. So some things you just can't know until you're in your later 20s. That is true. We have um, cognitive development that we have to go through that doesn't finish until you're in your 20s. Mm-hmm. Also, structures in the brain that aren't finished developing until you're in your mid-20s. That part is true. But the myth mm-hmm. that, like, women just so happen to be able to reach this um, at teenage level and men just have to sit around until they're in their 20s and then they could possibly figure it out, that's not true. Mm-hmm. It makes me wonder, where do we get that notion from? Since you brought this to my attention, because I always conclude okay. that, Maturity with people, men and women, is different, but I've been hearing this lately in this space. I conclude that that's not true because you could find women that's hell older than you and me that still acting immature. So something doesn't right. really add up. So if you want to yeah, go in more detail, right. if you want, it's up to you. Go ahead. Okay, so this is the reason why we get that is behavioral. So in the past, right, um, psychology, the study of human behavior, was focused merely on what we could see. And so what, what people didn't take into account back then was the fact that there were certain accepted, uh, you know, behaviors out of the community. Men were okay with being called certain things, doing certain things, having certain reputations, and women weren't. So it was the accepted behaviors that we saw. And so people did more of those behaviors because it was accepted and there wasn't as much of a pushback with those behaviors. So what happened is men were allowed to be a little bit more free until they were older and women were expected to rein it in very quickly because if you didn't, then you got a reputation that you couldn't come back from. Now, that is something that means that that was taught. That's not something that is actually a uh, like a human process. That was taught. That is behavioral. It was reinforced. It was punished. You know, those behaviors were were created. And so that is not human instinct. But once we got to a society where people cared less about what everybody had to say about them, then we were able to see what actually people wanted to be doing at the time, and we were able to get more information on how early somebody is possible. So you were able then to put together research where you can incentivize certain behaviors and see how early is it that somebody is capable of doing it if they want it to. You you were able to put together different studies that says this is what they can do and some things they just aren't capable of yet. You were able to see into the mind with like um, – like EKGs or ECGs, whichever one of them is for the brain, right? Um, You know, you were able to study more as science progressed. So that's how we now are able to say that, no, that's not true. But in the past, that's where we got that from. It's from what we saw. 
Okay. And I can be long-winded, Chaos. So if I ever keep going on, no, 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 no. Nope. Nope. We are we are a learning channel. As no Chaos Rain is not only entertaining, but we are learning people. We try to articulate and explain thoroughly because to the average being, we try to push an attention span greater than five seconds. Right, right. Yeah. The the attention of the average human being is less than five seconds. I am going to challenge you people on your attention span. I'm going to raise it to five seconds to 20 seconds, F almost. (laughs) That is the intention. You might hate me, but I love you because I'm going to push you. You're going to cuss me out. You're going to look at me and say, what does this no good fucking nigga talking about pushing my mentality? Because you need your brain to be fluctuating. It needs to be, the neurons have to be active. I need to see the electricity off your head functioning. If it's not, I did not do my job. So nonetheless, you must be attentive. So when we go long with it, like myself or Topaz, very long with it, it is for your own good. Keep that in mind. Anyway, um, what else is on my mind? I'm trying to remember. Um, Oh, here's one interesting thing. I remember Mr. Macon mentioned this. There's something in this community that we don't really talk about in regards to married men with wife that and mind you, this is another taboo question if you can answer to us, that there are a set of women in the communities that love to mess around and sleep with other women's husbands mm. for a reason. And I find it that only this one black man mentioned this and talked about it, and I never really thought about this, but I said, hold on. We talking about this should be a sisterhood, a real strong, bold sisterhood. But when it comes to males or the access of certain men, there is a constant conflict where there's fighting. Mm-hmm. I mean, a fighting where they sneak behind their best friends back and fuck their husbands, in other words. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, they always put the fingers on the man, which they, rightfully so in a way, but they never really chastise and really say, we got to hold more accountability to ourselves as sisterhood or women, that we should do the number one rule and we should not be sleeping with other friends or women's husbands. Why is that such a very much not a talk amongst our communities? Just for us, besides everybody else, but let's focus on us. That why is it not something that it, I don't think it's cool, but why is something that's not pushed more as a accountability piece in regards to you should not be sleeping with other people's men? I'm a husband. I don't know if you want to explain that, that if possible. That used to be that used to be what was put, pushed right in the community. The only reason why it became a thing is because that there were some women, like there are some women in the past that have been sleeping with somebody's husband. But the thing is, in the past, before we had technology, you couldn't prove it. So it was always just hearsay. And so the wife or the, the main chick would have to just, you know, accept the fact that you can't prove it. Also, the women back then were more incentivized to not say anything because you could be um, like, there. how can you prove it? You know, it would just be hearsay. So it was like why those women had no reason to talk to one another because neither of them could prove anything. The only time the men back then were punished for that was when both women chose to say, yes, the other is telling the truth. 
Now, with technology, it's more likely for you to get that response. So then what happened was there was an explosion of realizing that, yes, men do cheat on their wives. Men do leave their wives. Yes, this is a thing, right? So after the arguments and all of that happened, the women were still willing to be side chicks to the guy that's in the relationship, and then they became very proud. They're now announcing it to the world. And why? Because they're still getting what they want. They want this guy, even though he's connected to somebody else, and then they want people to understand that that's, like, what they're choosing to do. The guy is choosing to be with them as a secondary target, and then they also are choosing to be this guy's second choice. So that's a consensual relationship. The only person who's unhappy with this is the main chick who wanted her dude to not have a side dude, and if she doesn't walk away, then she's kind of technically still, you know, saying that it's okay with her actions by staying. Now, does she like it? No, but she's not willing to walk away from it. So now it's a thing where it's just accepted, it's just known, because we already went through the argument phase. We already had that where people were fighting and it was understood that if the wife contacts the side chick that she would, you know, like try to fight her or whatever. But we got tired of that. That that ran its course. So now as a community, it's just like it is what it is. Everybody just freelancing out all of the love and affection. They don't. It, there's no boundaries anymore. Everybody's just doing whatever they want to do because we already had the argument part. Yes. You know that that is really to be honest, that's makes sense. Um certain things that outlive its course that it's been so normal that it's a effort. You know as long as you I don't know about it, it's well, I'm not sure how you not know about it now because we have technology now and you know, we had like a right. T V series called Cheaters and how yep. women up here popping up on her mate um unnoticed with her with his side piece, you know, and she up her surprise. And, and let's be honest, Topaz, a lot of women know that a man got somebody right. on the average. Yeah, they do. They know. They absolutely do. Yeah, but, it, but they still proceed because, to be honest with you, most women don't, just don't give a fuck. And it yeah. tells you that there's only two things that will tra- attract you as a man. And T.I. talked about this last year, that all the tricks and hoes are attracted to men when they have somebody. And if you're like a high-tier man, you are going to be heavily attracted. You're like a serious fish in the sea that women need to reel in and say, I got me one. You get me? Right. Let me see if I can get snagged up. I want to be that bait. That's because we tell women that their value is when they have a man. So if you want women to not be out there, like, searching for men like that, then stop telling them that that's their only only value. And it is true. Like, you know, we there have been men that have been, that have been in the public eye that have talked about what all they went through with having a side chick and all of that. But this is the thing. People still are doing it. So obviously it's not a deterrent. Yeah, I mean, a lot of women tell, say, tell another woman, say, go get your own man. Don't F my man. And they say, okay. But, you know, a lot of women, and, and let's be honest, a lot of women do it for spite, and a lot of them will just do it because they say, yep. you know, just want to hurt another woman's feelings. Say, I, your man, and what? While you kiss him, you, he, remember, when you kiss him, you're tasting my pussy. And right. that's the most insult yeah. any woman can say to another woman that, 
when you kiss your man, you taste some of her own juices. I say, God right. damn, you can't get any cold at. <laughs> now, much a woman like that would sit there and then Noah said her her own. She would matter of fact. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> no, I just got laughed at. I have to laugh to that. But they say, you know, I get, say bro- I get slapped. I get slapped for that shit. Say, this woman you fuck. Uh, yeah, right. but so you couldn't. But tell they that. are no, no. saying it. They are in fact <laughs> saying it because it's an insult. Yeah. Because you know what? You know what makes it an insult is the fact that you're expected that once you build a connection with a guy, like he cannot make that connection with anybody else, and that's just not mm-hmm. true. It's very possible. The thing is, yeah. is he willing to? Is he going to make a connection with anybody else? Mm-hmm. So it's a choice. It's a behavior that he gets to decide. It has nothing to do with, you know, with the woman. Can the woman contribute to his, you know, choice to make that behavior? Yes. But at the end of the day, it's going to be up to him specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's up to us men nowadays if we want to entertain. But like I said, you know, I feel with most women, and I know they're not going to do this, like, you know, when they look at me and say, let's say I'm hollering at this next chick and I'm married, and she look at me dead in her face and see that sometimes I might have my wedding ring or might not, and, you know, she look at it and say, you know, you sure you want to go that rap player? You know, you want to really mm-hmm. hurt your wife? Do you want to really be put in a divorce situation? Now, most dudes nowadays, they work hard to keep whatever is in their family so it doesn't happen to that, but it does and it will happen eventually. And like I said, Topaz, most women on the average do not understand, really, really have a grasp understanding male nature. We always been here about female nature. And I agree, most men should have understand clear um clearness of female nature. But I should really point the fingers at say, do you really understand male nature as a woman? Right. Of course, I have to throw up because, like I said, and I see somebody wrote some in the chat room. I'm not gonna entertain that. <laughs> but Wait, like I, I said, can't that see the chat. is this on? Oh, Facebook you can't see the chat. Uh, uh, um, no, this is something from another YouTube channel. Um, hold on. Yeah, you could be. I, I'll send you in a little bit once once um people start. Oh yeah, let me give the call number. The call number for tonight's show is seven one two seven seven zero four one six zero. The access code is. Nine seven seven one nine four pound. I repeat seven one two seven seven zero four one six zero. Access code nine seven seven one nine four pound. What channel is now, it on I, on YouTube? Because I want to uh, watch it. it, it it's TRS. This type okay. in TRS. You see what the line mean. Um, I was saying that um, I think I lost my train of thought. Oh yeah, that. Women, um, damn, now it slipped me. Shit. There's a I'm bunch of stuff that says TRS. So I have to type in T. Oh, 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 um, just, just type in Talk Real Solutions. Okay. Um, most women that will go that route. And, oh, yeah, like they warn their man and, you know, the consequence. And, like I said, male nature, a lot of women today, to perhaps have. They're not really aware of that. I don't think most women really care if one would keep it real honest. And this is what mm-hmm. we feel as a community that if men are supposed to make the effort to understand female nature, biology, I think it should be even more emphasis that women should understand male nature. 
antibiotic. And what I mean by this is that if you run an actual male, one, what I mean, a male that is attractive, tall, mm-hmm. handsome, where they want to consider handsome, right? Then nine, on the average, nine tenths out of the time, he's going to attract other females around him. Right. Right. The death is a given fact. But like I said, the, the female ego says, I got him. No one else can have him. I said, okay, but you are one woman that's trying to hold on to many other fishes that want to snag him for whatever reason. You get me? Right. But he's committed right. to you. Now, I'm not saying I don't advocate the cheating because we know how people in this community view cheating. But I'm keeping real honest. The more attractive appealing that women will find in a man, the chances are you're a woman that got this man for yourself, you're going to potentially, and I said potentially, be sharing a man. Well, yeah, because Especially that's the if, whole point if, if, of other women yeah. wanting him. So if you're not willing to deal mm-hmm. with that, then what you need to realize is that it's not about how, like, you can't pick a dude solely because other women want him. You need to pick him because you and him connect, and then if other women want him, that's just a byproduct. Mm, okay. Otherwise, okay. it's the point. Like you, Otherwise, you can't be mad if he cheats on you and other women want him is because that's the whole reason why you picked him. So if you're picking him and that's your only criteria, then you have to understand that, you know, that's a possibility. He might cheat on you because there's nothing else. You didn't put together a connection between you and him. What you got him for was mm-hmm. because you wanted to prove something to other women. Yes, 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 yes. And, you know, Beyonce Topaz, you're the only woman that I have, and I've done many um, streams with women, but you being upfront and honest and just being real, <laughs> laying out the whole scenario. Because, to be honest, I can't, I don't know if I can have these conversations with the average woman that has a profession or just a well-known through podcasting or YouTube. Because just asking a question and having the rationale, they're not going to really give a clear answer like how you give it, you know, because you understand male nature enough, you know. Well, I don't know. Sometimes you know, I still try to figure y'all out. You know, I, I understand what I need to for today. I don't always have the answer. Yeah. Well, you know, you figure us enough to know, say, men are simple. We don't ask mm-hmm. much as men, as you know, Topaz. You get me? And mm-hmm. well, is you only thing you can do is you should be able to try to keep and hold the man. That's it. You get me? Now, if a man mm-hmm. is doing well financially and he has many options, your job is to do you and try to try to hold and keep it as much as possible. You get me? He will not go nowhere. Right. As you know, especially black men, if you look at the data to pass, other groups of men, other racial groups of men, they will walk out on a woman on a given notice just for little things. I hear stories of non-black men, Caucasian men especially, will walk out and divorce his wife for whatever reason. You get me? Right, right. You don't hear, you don't hear most black men. And mind you, it's going to be a time where black men are going to flip that and they're going to start divorcing women. You get me? Right. Because it has not seen yet in our lifetime, but I see it coming now. You know? And it is long overdue to see that because as a man... You should not be afraid if you feel working with this. You should be in a position where you go and just cut ties and say, you just say, I'm done cutting you off completely. I will file a paperwork. I'll do what's necessary to move on. 
You get me? It should right. not be a point where it's over 7% of divorce filed by women for whatever stupid reason. It should be reversed because as a man, if you're doing what you should be doing, being more than a 50-50 dude, I would say if you're 80 or 100, perfect, not going to stress it. But if you're doing what you have doing, your counterpart is not reciprocal any way, fashion that you feel, and you feel there's nothing going to grow or any outcome better, then you should, as a man, move on. You get me? Right. When women divorce, on the average, you know, to pass, it's either two things, financially or cheating. And we could probably put an emotional thing because some one day she might feel she don't nothing good and she wants one the divorce. You get me? It changed with the wedding with women. You get me? In regards to staying in the marriage or not. Yeah, well, see, this is the thing. Um, women divorce men because they're not getting what they want. I think that I agree with you mm-hmm. in your statement that men should divorce women because they, if they're not getting what's needed. That's mm-hmm. one way for men to take control in the community. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. Yeah, and I believe that too. Um, but you see, like the conversation that I was a part of on your other side where mm-hmm. <laughs> that, you know, a lot of dudes don't understand that, you know, you got to, if you're the ones that control relationships and you want marriage, it comes to her and if she want to accept your proposal or not. And during that, you know, how does relationship go? It's going to solely be up to you as a man, you know, how you want this right. to play out, you know. Um, I think with male leadership in the 21st century with a lot of men, that the reason why it's not there because in our communities, we are too much seeing a structure of women doing what they want to do and don't want to really play a part to like let either let the man what they call lead or be comfortable to really see the men that's doing something to really be under some form of leadership down the line. You get me? If that's right. what they're talking about. You get me? You can't compl- right. sorry. You can't complain about you want black male leadership and you don't want to be a person to be um reciprocal. You don't want to be listen and want to learn to be led. You get me? Right. It's preposterous. Right. I mean, only there only could be one pants in the family. We can't have two people wearing two pants. It's not sexy at all. You know, it's too much masculine <laughs> energy. You know? Right. And, and you, you, right. you, you, you masculine in me, and then what it leads to is going to lead to violence where argument exists, and then physical violence happens. And I don't condone physical violence, but when we hear about domestic violence, and there is data on that, and we're not going to cover that because that's not the purpose of the show but only, only deal with accountability is that you know it takes a lot for man to really at the end of the day you know do what he had to do around his mate you get me and mm-hmm. to be honest with you most men and ladies know this men keep things simple once they make a decision it is actually final we don't go back on a word we just sit there and move on to the next one you know and I think with a lot of women today because if might got things together financially because women work now to pass but regards mm-hmm. to actual structure it's not really there they always need a man to structure certain things in their life because they always come back to the systems of a man i.e state or something you get me right no, so so that that that's that's a, the caveat of things why women don't understand that when we talk about accountability that women should hold accountability with other sisters and be firm about it and it can be what they should incline, should be direct, simple, and to the point. 
if other women don't want to hold each other accountable, then like always to pass, what women do? You know the answer to that. Yeah, but this is the thing. Women don't hold each other accountable because, see, this is this is the thing with the sisterhood, right? So mm-hmm. the women that don't need the sisterhood aren't part of the sisterhood. The sisterhood is there, and it's, on, it's not for women who are abiding by societal rules, who are doing what they need to do. The sisterhood is there. The only time anybody calls on the sisterhood is when you did something that was, you know, not okay, something that was not logical, and you need somebody to just be on your side. Otherwise, like, that's the only time women call in on the girl code. Anything else, they don't really call in on a girl code for when you are in line with what is good, you know, for the community. So, mm-hmm. like, the reason you're – if you're asking why women don't hold each other accountable, that's why. Because the only time you'll see them join up is when it's some, you know, some fuckery afoot. If everything is going well, they don't need to to link up. There's not a need. Nobody's punishing black women for doing appropriate things. Mm-hmm. So if that's mm-hmm. hopefully that is that the question you were trying to ask? That's so like, much. No, no, no. Normally it was a comment, but not. Well, actually, it was oh. a question at the end. But yeah, but that that's clear enough. Um, reward and punishment is how order is set, and as you know, because our community is more in chaos than order, that there's no ground rules for actual punishment. I mean, as much time women think that men have it easy, and that men feel that they should not be accountable, that's a lot. I look at the environment and where we are, that men are always hold accountable. You know, women, and women want to believe it or not, it is. Um, and I, that's why I only focus to a certain set of men overall. And I'll be honest with you, Topaz, I don't deal with a lot of niggas around here, man, to be, fun, <laughs> to be honest with you. I mean, I just had a com- well, it's not a conversation. I po- respond to something on another brother um, somewhere on social media, and he got emotional. You get me? And this mm-hmm. is a grown-ass fucking dude. So what can I do with this shit, really? You know, I mean, I don't I don't waste time. Nothing, because you know, if he's getting emotional, it's already too late. It's, it's already too late. Yeah, you're right. So what I do is like, I sit there, watch the reaction, and then, you know, don't say nothing. And eventually, if he blocks me, good. You get me? But my thing is mm-hmm. this, that I'm a man that I don't – I only can keep a circle that people are clear-minded, that – Let's say they got this shit together good, but they're they got everything in their mental capacities in order. That means you cannot act and move like a f- female in your emotions as a man, because other women expect your emotions to be intact at least. No one see you to be emotional for everything, but it should be intact as a man. You should not mm-hmm. get all so overt through questions. Commend we question some things, and if you can't respond, okay. But if you go and get mad about that, then Obviously, then, to me, you're not really in. I I look at it as a man mentally, and I mm-hmm. don't want to have no conversation with you. And this applies to Topaz when you're dealing with certain women. If some women cannot really master certain things at a point in life, especially they're in their 30s or mid 30s, and they still have unmet trauma or things that they still do that is childish, you know, as a woman, you can't be around them type of women. You get me? Right. It's going to spread right. like a virus. You're going to start carrying on their bad behavior if you're not careful. I remember when you, you had an argument months ago, if I forgot what it was again, and it was something dealing with certain women. You get me? Mm-hmm. You did. You said yeah. your thing, you expressed yourself, and you kept pushing. 
Well, you did that in regards to love. To know and say, you know, I'm not that to try it. You get me? You might play it with other little girls, but I'm a grown woman. Don't play me with that. You get me? Yeah, and this is the thing. Like, so, like, there are certain things that black men, like, like how you say certain men, you realize you just can't be around certain types of men. Mm -hmm. There are certain women that I do realize that I can't be around. And so, like, the women who have a lot of double standards, I can't be around that. It's, it's too much. Certain behaviors are just good in and of themselves, and certain behaviors are just not acceptable in and of themselves. So if I have to do a whole lot of mental gymnastics to be around you and understand what it is you would want me to co-sign, I'm not going to do If I don't do all of that in my own life, why would I do it for somebody else's life? So certain women, you know, when I have those beefs back and forth with women, it's not something that I enjoy having, but I have to have it because this this woman, this particular woman, needs to understand that I'm not going to do more work to be in her life than I am to exist in my own. Like, that doesn't even make sense. And when you think about it, why would a person not only ex- expect that, but why would they require that? You And I think that those type of people should be getting a lot more pushback. But the problem is the reason why you and I have to argue with people like that is because they aren't. They aren't getting that kind of pushback. Mm-hmm. I think the pushback... A lot of people don't want to get pushed back because there's a a fear of what's the, the word? Um, yes, correct. That's why. Yeah, I, but see, the, you it, can't it, live your life being scared though. Like if you're living your life that way, you're not living. You're walking on eggshells mm. to be around this person. That's not a life that you're living. So if that's the case, if you're so afraid that that person is going to retaliate, you have to be willing to stand up for what it is that you think is right. And if you can't then you're always going to be at somebody else's beck and call. And then that's you living on eggshells for somebody else's life. That's not a life that you have. Mm, I agree. I agree. I agree. I don't live in fear like I – well, I never did, but I look at as I get older like anybody else that there's some things you have to overcome as an adult, you know, and the, the fear of what if or what people think of you, you have to clear those thoughts and overcome those because – the stage of actual maturity and adulthood is how to overcome mostly of all fears that will hold you back. Hell, you think mm-hmm. about why, why we're still in the position we are as a race of people in the West, in America and globally, it's because we are afraid to do what is necessary to get out of it systematically. Mm-hmm. You get me? Um, and we are, as we know that things and how times are progressing out it will not get any easier. It will get worse, you know. Um, and it's nothing new, but I tell people how worse will it get for us. It will be determined. But know this, that all our complaints and how we view each other, that's something that could be easily mitigated. But we're willing to not put in the necessary work to really mitigate these small problems in regards to us in relationships and, you know, the opposite sex, men and women, what we should be doing. Because to have these ongoing debates of, you know, battle of sexes. And I entertain I now for how long now? Maybe a year or two years. And to be honest with you, I get tired and tank moving forward to a degree. Mm-hmm. But I tell people many times that after all the arguing and bitching and fighting done, what we do to really come back to the table as men and women, to really air our promise and come to re- resolution. I mean, these conversations are not being had because 
both parties today still act and conduct themselves like children. They still want to fight. Yep. And to be honest with you, fighting is profitable for not only other groups of people, but within other groups within our own circles, to be honest. And I get it. I understand it. But really true, to have the conversation, we have to be clear that, you know, our arguments and fighting is not benefiting us in the long run. You know what I'm saying? People are still making money off of us. You know, think about this. If the relationships will add up to a billion-dollar industry for women to spend money and for men to spend money, but we know women are going to spend more than us, that is profitable, you know. And it feels say, why well, I want to break up this. I need to keep this going. I go even further. If I do certain channels, certain strains about negativity of women, and there's an argument fighting, I will see the numbers jump exponentially. But when I go back to normal and talk about things that doesn't relate in that, it dips very low. So I always think that there's a bigger plot going on that we're not noticing to pass. Because there's only help right. people that, that watch my channel, the numbers should be spiking when there's a conflict between men and women fighting, where there's fussing, okay. arguing, cussing. You right. get me? And a lot of people not exactly. really paying attention or they're, they're messing with the numbers. One way or the other, it lets you know that these spaces that we entertain are doing this intentionally just to stir the pot. Nothing more, well, nothing less. There because, are some people that come online just to, to see the arguing, the bickering back and forth. Um, because it's entertaining. It's better for you to feel like what it's like to be on the outside when somebody else is arguing and bickering and fighting. If you're just mm -hmm. in the audience and it's not you, that's a, a mm -hmm. better feeling than just, you know, not seeing anything. And that is something mm -hmm. that need, we need to work to change. Why is that a good thing in our behalf? That means for us to feel that way, it means that we have accepted the fact that it's just going to be arguing and bickering and fighting in our community. The best we can hope for is that we're not involved in it. So there are people that come on here, and they that's what they want to watch. They look forward to, they put the support behind, they put the views and the cash apps behind, the arguing and bickering mm -hmm. and fighting, and therefore they perpetuate it because then more people will be in arguments and bickering and fighting because more people need, you know, support. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where a lot of people are gearing their content overall because I don't mind profiting on certain banks, you know, but I won't be profit respectfully, God willing. You get me? Um, mm -hmm. Because this is a business, you know, I'm here to not only entertain, but inform. Two for the price of one. Um, I'm going to give the call number one more time because we're not going to stay on here long. And I know you guys got questions. I know you ladies are watching. I know y'all watching. So the call mm -hmm. number is 712 770 Four one six zero. The ax code is nine seven seven one nine four pound. I repeat seven one two seven seven zero four one six zero. The access code is nine seven seven one nine four pound. Tonight's subject: Chaos Rain presents the sisterhood and accountability. Um, let me look at the comment sections on this other channel here, and it looks like I'm not sure if you know this guy named Big J Triple X. Um, but I've he, seen he, I Big think J around. Yeah, Big J, he has a, a different 
turnaround for some reason because now he's talking about the so-called master a closet black master i don't know what the hell that means but it's some weird shit um one woman put out um another content creator's name which i'm not gonna put out <laughs> i can't see him tightening up his what do you call this asco now i don't know what that is some people can't spell but anyway yeah uh people getting quiet Honestly, when I put a subject like this, they think I was going to run my mouth and talk about accountability. I'm not a woman. That's why I brought a profession and likes of Topaz to talk about this. As I was well, I'm just glad I could come through chaos, you know, to help out because this is the thing. This, I, I, I'm going to give my final thoughts is just that the sisterhood wouldn't be needed if we were, if we, if women actually had a code that a sisterhood could uh you know abide by we wouldn't need a sisterhood it would always just be are you doing what you're supposed to do or not and if you're not we hold you accountable if you are then we praise you and uplift you you know so that therefore a, a specific subset in terms of a sisterhood wouldn't be needed if we were doing what we were supposed to do so in terms of accountability the reason why women don't hold one another accountable is because women are not the people who uh, determine the end result of our actions. Men determine what are the end results of our actions. Women do a lot All of right, things back. based on what men have to say and what they want. Yeah, I'm sorry. My, my line dropped for some reason. But go on with what you're saying. Sorry about that. Oh, well, just because, like, I can't hold another woman accountable because, if you know, in real life, men are getting what they want. The problem is men are just not accepting the fact that more men want the type of women that are out there now. Because if they mm -hmm. didn't, this wouldn't be happening because women would not be getting attention from men. And then they would be forced to change. The reason, the things that y'all see that y'all don't like out of women is because women who do those things are still getting attention. They're still getting, you know, male contact. If men were to truly up and leave, women would change. Now, I'm not advocating for men to leave. What I am saying is that I can't hold another woman accountable because the answer to anything that I tell her to, to do is going to be, okay, well, can, can you promise me that I'll get a man for doing these things? And if I can't, then I don't have any, like, I don't have any leverage to tell her anything. Anytime I talk to a woman and say, you shouldn't do this, okay, do you have a man for me? And you know why? It's because we judge women on whether they have a man. So whatever it is that they're doing, as long as they have a man, it's okay. When you don't have a man, whatever it is you're doing is wrong. Now, that doesn't, that's not in line with what would be helpful for women to be doing with the community. I personally feel like if women don't have a man, then you could at least be doing something else to uplift the community. You know, don't sit around just waiting around, sitting, sipping lemonade on a veranda, waiting for a man to show up and try to date you. You still have things that you need to be doing in the community. So I can't tell mm. women that if men are going to show up and try to date her when she's doing whatever. I can't tell her that if when she's sitting still, no man comes up to date her. So I don't have the leeway and the leverage to, to hold women accountable. Men have to do that. So that's why mm -hmm. I don't hold women accountable. Because who am I to say mm -hmm. anything? Mm -hmm. And do you notice, um, Topaz, I said it personally, why some men still act and conduct the way they are 
in this community is because, especially women that are, let's say they're very fat obese, right? And a lot of black mm-hmm. men say they don't want women that's too big. And I agree. I never mess around with a woman that's big. Like, I think greater than a dress size eight or seven, last time I checked. One I, I remember one chick, she was like, oof, like less than four. But the point is mm-hmm. this, that, you know, that the reason why most women don't feel that they have to do better just to get a different outcome is because they're getting two things. It's always some dude did, somewhere that says, did, I did, understand. Did. It's okay. Oh, no, no. They get dick and attention, and that is more than they need. You get me? Mm-hmm. So, but like I said, when men stop giving certain attention, and yes, brothers, we're going to stop giving the dick. We're going to stop laying down the pipe to the fuglies. I'm the same person. A lot of women going to crucify me because, you know, I got crucified when I was on another brother's panel and I was talking about my preference of a woman's dress size. They get mad at me to the average dress size in America now. Last time I checked was like a dress size 16. And it's probably more bigger now because we're now in 2020. And that data was like right. three years old. So it tells right. you because of the condition of, of the sisters that you're getting bigger and that ring is getting smaller if you're getting any ring. Yeah, men will, will still ban you because, like I said, men will entertain you by giving you the dick and attention. But other than that, in regards to something long-term, they're not thinking that because, you know, obviously when they're really ready to sell down, they want some woman that looks manageable on the average. You get me? Especially a man that's making a lot of money and has very doing good for himself. Yeah, he's not going to really entertain big women, especially if you have kids. You get me? But a lot of women don't really see this because they feel sad. You know, I feel bold because a man's giving me dick and attention, so why should I do better, improve? There's no need. And I get it's you. That, but that, the that's what to work for. Like, okay, so yeah. if you yeah. already yeah. have, if, like, this is a person that has won the lottery already. So if you already won the lottery, you don't have to, mm-hmm. like, have a, a structured day. You don't have to get up and do anything because, you know, society mm-hmm. also feels like money is, is like a reward for good behavior. So you don't, if you mm-hmm. have all the money you could ever ask for, you have no reason to be able to, to like change your life or anything like that. What is it that mm-hmm. you're getting up to strive for? When I wake up and I set my alarm clock in the morning and I get up, it's because I am going out to get money that I don't have already. Mm-hmm. 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 So it's the same yeah. thing with men. Why do you have to change your appearance if you already have the men that you want? If you already have mm-hmm. okay. male attention and everything, you don't have to get up. You don't have to set an alarm clock to say, hey, I need to start working out at this point in time in my life. You already have it. So nobody mm-hmm. can tell you anything. Well, anybody that says anything to you about wanting to change, they have to hope that you want to change on your own. And there are some women yeah. out there who want to change on their own. But for those who don't, when y'all talk about y'all want to get the other women on board, they don't have to. There's mm-hmm. nothing that they're working towards. They already have the end goal. It's already given to them. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, man. It, it, everything is given to them. And, you know, like I said, I leave those women that don't want to even improve on the small factors to make them more visually attractive. I leave them to the devices. You get me? Um, no man's going to force and tell you what you should be doing, ladies. But no one's saying, if you're not doing something different, you're not getting a different outcome. This is that simple. You could take all the level-up courses, the so-called wake, um, fake um, spiritual nonsense, talking about you want to put some 
you know, you hear this like the um, voodoo and all stuff, which I find odd that I, I hear people say that there are some women teaching this on YouTube. And I'm thinking, say, are you practicing this so-called low-level witchcraft and you're not using it against the system? I find it very odd. Not to think of that till past. I say, this witchcraft must be effective against men, but it doesn't be effective against the one that's perpetually system that <laughs> caused your <laughs> oppression. I find that very weird. Wait. And I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. When I hear this, I say, hold on. Because I know people from the, I guess from the people from the continent Africa that know some certain science. I know some people from the Caribbean. But when I hear they teaching this practice, or women that's in America teaching this practice to women here, that I look at it and say, okay, so you, you're trying to do this just to get what a man, where you could just did something different, really some proof, get your mind right, get your body right, get your personality, be more humble. You will get somebody. You will attract somebody. That's how it works. But to sit there and say, I'm going to do some hocus pocus, some real black girl magic. I mean, I find that thing to be silly. And you know, I, let me just say, I don't like when people are saying black girl magic and then they apply it to just random, you know, stuff just every day. No, like, you know, we're as black women, it don't have to be magic for us to exist and be okay if we're doing what we're supposed to do. You know, I think certain things just kind of like show the insecurity. If you're sitting around saying black girl magic for just rag, regular things throughout the day, like that is not magic. That's what we do on a day-to-day. You negate the the fact that we are able to do a lot of amazing things day to day by calling it magic. You know, magic is supposed to be re- reserved for the unthinkable, for the unattainable. So I have a, like, to be honest with you, I have a lot of problems with the things that, that go viral, the things that um, the groups of black people say. And it's just, you know, come on, like the, we do normal people stuff on a day to day. It's normal. Other people should be looking up to us because we can do it and it's normal. The magic should be for the unexplainable, the things that we do that we don't even understand. Set the bar higher. That's what I feel like. But Now, in regards to setting the bar higher, what do you mean implies that what they should do is set the bar higher if you want to be in detail, description, if possible? Well, okay, so, like, people, when, when a black woman looks attractive and she has, um, like, a good hairstyle and she has a cute outfit that's put together that people were telling us wouldn't look good on our skin color or whatever, that's not black girl magic. That's us being creative. That's us just being attractive. That's normal, everyday-to-day thing. That's not magic. Let other cultures see that on the outside, this is what we do on a daily Y'all need, if if y'all think that this is magic, then y'all need to try to rise to that occasion. Our magic is when we make a way out of no way. The times where we've been oppressed and we've still been able to overcome. Like, that's magic. You know, like, that's something that, like, y'all got to get to where we are on a daily first before you can even start to think about what we go through on a daily. So, but when I say that, I get told that I'm negative and all of this kind of stuff, but to be honest with you, for us to apply the word magic to just day-to-day things, that that kind of, like, lessens what we're capable of. And then everybody gets complacent, and then we don't try to strive for nothing better. Like, I feel like we, as some, like, yes, there's a lot of things in the world that are holding us back, but I feel like it's mainly our thought processes that are holding us back. We're capable of so much more, but we settle for the day-to-day stuff that we know that we can do easily. It's like if you're good in math, 
and, you know, you just go around saying, oh, this is just my gift. No, you're already good and you, you are good at that. You do that every day. What's the stuff that was unexplainable that was possible that has happened in your life? That's where the real miracles are. So I think that we, like, if I could, if I was in control of things, I would be requiring us to use different language for different things. Like, I would require us to actually use the words that as they truly mean. All right, all right, all right. All right, Topaz, I think we have gone through our time limit. I don't see anybody else really eager to call in, ask any questions. Oh, let me give a call one more time. I'm going to give you one or two minutes. The call number is 712-770-4160. Access code 977 one nine four pound. Tonight's subject: Chaos Rain presents sisterhood and accountability. Um, one thing I do want to tell you, um, Topaz, I also created a new series with another woman from um the East Coast. We call it um Porn Talk. Um, we talk about certain information and we get kind of fun and goofy with it about just and generally about sex industries. Um, I'm not sure if you are someone available. I'll probably like have you on you know we could probably chop it up and trust me it does okay. get very sexual let you know this is not no <laughs> pg-13 you will be you might be questioned mind you just let you know heads up because we talk about certain things for like an hour or so but you know that's a new series that i've created on my um it's, it's been picking up a little bit not much but people have been hitting the views on this but like i said it's something that's never been done before okay so, now this you know, is and, and I, 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 I think yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. You you got to understand, I'm in Central, okay? So when you tell me the times, please let me know, because apparently you're in Eastern time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, and I think you're an hour behind. That. You're an hour yeah, behind, I'm, right? I'm an hour behind you. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that was my hiccups, because I always forget when I contact and try to bring guests, I always don't keep in mind what side of the soil they're in, because... My time is different from everybody's time, especially in the far west coast down south. It's gonna to be totally different. So you know, and I like got I, said, I got so many contacts on like social media that are from the east coast. So um, like mm-hmm. I always have to just like I think that from going forward, I'm just assume that other people are an hour ahead of me. But so in the mm-hmm. meanwhile, you have it backwards. So while you got all of these people in central, I got all these people in eastern. But if you have some friends on the East Coast, that's telling you something that your practice is well possibly needed. <laughs> and, and matter of fact, and I'll be honest, with you, I think people, no matter where we are in America, we need some form of clinical therapy. But like sure. I said, if you got more people leaning to the East, it's going to come to the point you might have to take a flight to the East overall. You get me? Yeah. Just in the future. Well, in the future. In the, in the future. In the yeah, future. Yeah, right. Exactly. Not now. No, I know what in the you future. mean. I know what you mean, Chaos. I got you. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. have no business in the East, but if I got business in the East, it's only one hour. I'm yeah. straight. Like, we, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. You know, so we'll yeah. see. We'll see. We'll see. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not plugging anything, but I tell people many times, if you know where your circle is and where people are leaning towards and what they need more assistance or the people that's hitting you up, that's the market to really look into possibly. I say possibly not because you know where you at right now is good because you know 
you're, you're in a big state of Texas. Everybody likes it big in Texas. You know what I'm saying? I like my women nice, <laughs> slim, thick. You know, double D breasts. You know what I'm saying? Forty-two that inch. That is not the only thing in that. Yeah, you know I'm saying. And, 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 and some women got like a fifty-two inch booty. Uh huh. Damn girl, I, I can't yeah, wrap. No, okay, I wrap so my they, hand around this. Yeah. Yeah, and I hear you. And that happens down here. I get that. So listen, so what I'm saying is if you ever in Texas, you're gonna go nuts because that is kinda like that that's that's not rare here, okay? They yeah. they have that. But that's not the only thing that we do down here. Thank you very mm-hmm. much. We do other yeah. things. All right. Yeah. No oh, yeah. one don't oh, yeah. hear me. It's true. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> I'm gonna keep that alone. Let me open one line. One person have a question. Okay. All right, anonymous. Who's this? Hey, yo, Gary. Yes. Hey, you yes, sir. What did, what did you just state a moment ago about um, basically like who likes you, right? Like, isn't that what you stated? No, it was something different. I don't think I stated that. To be honest with you. I mean, in other words, you stated pretty much like anybody that likes you, like, cling to those people, right? No, uh, what I was saying before, because she has contact majority on the East Coast, I was saying uh-huh. to her that, you know, because she's in the field of therapy, psychological no, therapy, no, I think. But what you stated, though, Gary, you can apply that in, in dating as well, though, man. Like, like who likes you, like you were talking about. Uh, li- women that are a little overweight. Sometimes niggas, they don't, mm-hmm. you know, they can't locate women or women can't locate men due to their preference, man. So I'm just saying the people, the women that are liking you, maybe if you're interested in those type of women, you will have more luck. So you're saying women that are not overweight, that I'm more severe to women that are like slim? Slimmer, that's no, what you're I'm, saying? What I'm saying is a lot of the niggas that mm-hmm. prefer Beyonce, they really deserve retribution mm-hmm. you know interesting. They're, they're, huh that's interesting i mean if a dude wants a retribution that's up to him i mean no one's knocking if, like, if he could work, work if he work it out he could work it out i guess i mean i mean my thing is this if you gonna get somebody that is retribution i mean imagine what he's getting into at the end of the day if he's gonna tackle that you get me so, and mind you, you know, and who's this that I'm talking to? I mean, it's like who likes you, man. This is Anthony. Yeah, but, but, yeah, but who's this I'm talking to? Anthony. Yeah, Anthony. Like I said, um, a woman that is a Rasputis, you know, if, and mind you, most black men, we deal with anything anyway. So it's not like, it's not just the bigness, but how the woman treats the man. So obviously when we're talking about, size i mean some dudes like them big but if she treat them good they'll deal with it but you know not every dude likes that on the average you know everybody's picky nowadays their preference is different that's all i gotta say but do you have anything to add on or any questions for my guest topaz anthony so no question well, I just want to add on to, like, his comment. This is the thing. Yes, of course, like who likes you. But out of the people that like you, pick the one you like the most. So this is the thing. For some women, I mean, for some men, a woman Rasputia's size or with her attitude isn't a deal breaker. Like y'all said, if she's treating him nice and she's just rude to everybody else 
and she has a little extra weight, that is not a deal breaker because they don't care what she does to other people. They only care what she does to them. So, yeah, that's exactly the point. Like who likes you, and then you pick out of the ones that like you. Mm-hmm. Get it, yeah, That's why I don't, I, don't, I don't feel sorry for lonely people. Like, you don't have to be lonely. You just you won't right. let go. You downgrade your preference. Mm-hmm. Well, and this or is another, uh, what if what if you aren't downgrading your preference and there isn't anybody around you at that very moment that meets the standard of the things that are deal breakers, things that you are willing to deal with? To be lonely is a state of mind. You could be alone and not be lonely. You could be around people and be lonely. So lonely itself is a state of mind. That means you're harping on your life value being how many people are around you fulfilling what you feel like their role should be. You might just be in a particular point in your life where right now that person isn't available to you. Doesn't mean you didn't have them in the past. Doesn't mean you won't get one in the future. It just means right now you're focusing on that and you're choosing to pick on that instead of just living your life and being you which is probably where you would meet the person that is assigned to you by fate and, and circumstance in the universe or whatever you believe in, right? But you're not going out there to get that because you want to just sit around and mope that you don't have that person in your life right now. So I don't feel sorry for lonely people either because I feel like there could be something you are doing. There could be people in your life that are fulfilling other roles, but you're upset that somebody isn't fulfilling this role right now. And that's just a temporary state. You're solidifying your life in this temporary state, focusing on that instead of just being happy and then, you know, expanding, and then other roles in your life will be filled. Mm-hmm. You get that, Anthony? Was that clear? Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. All right. And to be honest with you, um, Topaz, it comes to, at the end of the day, that, as a woman, you go out to make deals. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of women don't hear is that depending where you are in life and your age, you might have to settle. Potentially. Mm-hmm. Actually, potentially. You know? And nothing's wrong with that because let's be honest. Men Even if you get somebody average, point, still settling. Okay. Settling means to just make sure things are peaceful. It doesn't mean downgrading. People use those terms interchangeably. But even if you okay. get the person you okay. want, you are now settled. You settle mm-hmm. into things. It just means calming. So I, I don't understand why people have a problem with the word settling. Well, when when the word settling comes to mind with a lot of women, they feel say, oh, that means I got to settle for some broke nigga. No, no one said that. But you have to right. settle and compromise. You get me? There has to be some right. deal breaker that you could work with. That's easy to, to deal with, a deal breaker you could work with. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody's perfect. And I'm going to say it's personally for a lot of people that will be listening to this. And when I hear feedback, and I'm going to mute you for a second, that people must understand that if you go compromising, settling, and you're going to have to make a, a deal one way or the other, people, ladies, you know, life is too short. You get me? And we always hear this notion that you would die alone. Is potentially a reality. There's going to be only one in four and probably it's going to be greater one in five. You might be actually married in your lifetime. Now, that doesn't mean life is over. Mm, not really. But you can make life much better so that way, you know, you end it on a good note as an individual. If you live a good life, you're humble, you're sweet, 
you all the above, you will get a man. And a man who you track, depending on how you put yourself in, will stay around. You get me? When I and mm-hmm. another thing one thing I will say now it came to my mind, there's no such thing as perfection. That means ladies, there's no such thing as perfect man. I hear too much talk through podcasts, YouTube, etc. Well I woman the ideal man or what they seek for is a perfect man in their mind because they've been fed a fairy tale. And I'm a man, I don't deal with fairy tales. I deal with reality. I wake up out of a what we call bedtime stories. Mm-hmm. But like I said, America and media teaches you and feeds you lies that not only you can have it all, but you, you, your Prince Charming is going to wait for you at the end of the day. Now, one dude, one dude po- post in the comments that I'm full of shit. Okay, that's fine. I don't mind that. But why? But like I like, said, what? What's the thing that mm-hmm. says that you full of shit? Oh, you know they don't like it because I I bring these topics, these talking points. Talk all that s on your show and run when it's over. There's no running when it's over. I mean, the line is open. You can call in, and if you want to cuss me out, that's. But if you're gonna be, what do you call it? Um, what's the well? You know, I'm not gonna say it. If you like to entertain a chat room, that's you. You get me? I'm not gonna hold it right. against you, but don't don't up here. If you're gonna say something, at least say it on the line. Be respectful. You get me? I don't mind disagreement, but you know, if I'm full of shit, oh that's cool. But anywho, like I said, there's no such thing as perfection. And the clearer that you women get an understanding, the better. Right. I can't wait. One person said you can't wait till the No, you do it now because during the after hour, I don't stay around after I do my show. Be clear. I'm not sitting there going to go back and forth argue during the after hour. If you feel inclined that you want to cuss me out, you press star 6-1 and you talk to me now. Now, the way how you go about it, I'm going to see if I'm going to entertain you. End of story. When we do this after hour nonsense, that's some bitch ass shit. When I do my time and energy on this platform, I do my subject, the show, and I keep pushing. I don't go back at the end of after hour to have some conversation. Because what we're going to talk about after conversation is some nigga shit. I don't want to deal with no nigga shit after my show. I have to end what I'm doing, hang up, relax, do some other things, and keep pushing for the next show. If you don't like the show now, then that's your business. I got one more caller. Okay. Hello? Who's this? Hey, Gary, what's up? Hey, man, what's going on? What's good, Yashua? All right. Yeah, you no, got I... to add a question on the show? Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, um, as far um, to the young um, to the sister on the phone, I was going to ask her, as far as, like, the, the term selling or, or whatever, and I, I think um, you might want to agree with me and you might not agree with me, but I want to mm-hmm. ask you that most men, they settle anyway. Most men don't marry the woman necessarily. Don't marry the the, the woman of a dream. They marry the right. woman that really they generally are. They find later on in life that they're, they're compatible with, that they can get along with, that they don't have yeah, to argue all the time only, with. Not only do most men settle, most people settle. Mm-hmm. Because see, this uh-huh. is the thing about dreams is that they're by definition the highest level. 
So a right. whole lot of people, only the smaller percent of people are going to achieve that. So most mm-hmm. people settle anyway. Right. But it at right. least gives you something to strive for so that you're just not out here just accepting whatever since you're not right. just scraping the ground for crumbs. You know, it's mm-hmm. nice, but see, the part of maturity is where you realize that that was a, a, a dream. And it right. and that you accept the fact that it was something that gave you something to shoot for, and it's perfectly okay for you to end up with somebody a little bit less than that. Right, right, right. And and I also want to say that, you know, uh, quote when, I mean, from my little experience, <laughs> from my experience, that, you know, I, I find the older I get, the more I start to see things differently. I start to see things. I start to judge differently. I mean, not judge, but right. I start to I start to see things differently. I don't see things like, like I was 21. I don't see things right. more like I was 25 or, four, or 35, whatever. I see things differently. So um, I, I tend to see them differently. Now, I, um, there's things like I, I disagree with, with, you know, for example, this, this word called confidence. You know, people mm-hmm. like to throw that word at people. They like, well, he's not confident enough. He's no, that's dumb. What, what do you mean confident? What do you mean? What, what do you, I mean, m- m- most men again. I'm, I'm saying men because the, the pressure in some cases because of the way society is set up, the pressure is on him to introduce himself. The, the pressure is on him to go meet her. The, the pressure is on him, to, et cetera. And I, I, I always try to say that it's not confident because most men approach a woman the same way. We approach them the same way. It's just that some, you know, some of us might not have a whole lot of money. Some of us might not, you know, might not quote have certain material things. But generally speaking, we generally approach approach a, a, a woman the same way. So it's not even confident. But people like to throw that word around because it's such a a ghost word to, to some, you know, some and sometimes I believe, um, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Sometimes I believe they 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 put confidence in front of cockiness. They think because a guy is <laughs> cocky, they think, oh, no, he's confident. Girl. Oh, no, he could be just yeah. lying to you. So this is the, it, there is. There is definitely a difference between cockiness, which is arrogance, and confidence, which is actually reality. That's you having right, a very exactly. realistic assessment right. of your skills. Now, I will right. say this, though. There are, like, men don't necessarily, like, there are some men out there, that, there's a lot of men that are not very secure. And you know why? Mm-hmm. It's because the men are always being judged. They're always on front street. There's always somebody critiquing even the smaller. They're fine-tooth combing a man's day all of the time. So right. men don't usually use confidence when they approach women. From what I can see, they, they think they're using confidence. But from what I can see, what I listen to when I have male clients or even when I'm talking to men, is that they, there's an accepted rule, there's an accepted code of conduct that if you approach a woman in this way, then you did everything you were supposed to do. So if she say, no, it's not you, so that nobody can um, critique you after you get the rejection. Mm-hmm so that nobody can call you out if you get the approval. And the reason why that happens is because, see, that's what happens when you critique people to death. They come up with a code right. of conduct where I don't have to think. I don't have to be me. And what happens right. is you're not you. You're not who you're presenting. And you mentioned earlier how, like, sometimes you think differently when you're 20 and 30. Yes, and that's the point of life. 
how like do y'all think that it's really a a high percentage of people who at 20 years old happen to pick the right person that can and is willing to go along with them through all the additional changes that they have in their life at 30 at 40 at 50 at 65 at 70 at 90 at death you, you how likely is it for you to pick somebody that could go through all of that with you it, the earlier right. you get married it's more. It takes more work for y'all to choose every day to stay together, and it's hard to do. And and right. now that we have no fault divorces, now that it divorces divorce is not a taboo, more people are willing to opt out when things get too hard because what they're doing is showing us, right, that it's not likely at twenty for you to pick somebody that can and is also willing to go through all of the changes you have left with you. That's right. hard to do. It's better when you are more in line with your goals at, like, 30-something. Like, I know everybody wants you to have a younger marriage, but it's better when you get married at 30. You have a better chance of staying together because you know more of who you are. So that way you can pre- uh, prepare the person so that they know what's coming up, so that they don't have to leave when things get hard because they know what to expect out of you. You've pretty much laid out a ground of uh, 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 plan. You know, you laid out a blueprint for the next 60 years of your life because you are capable of doing that at 30. So then the person can sign on or or say no. So you have a better chance of living that out. So it's a lot of stuff that we do and we tell each other that goes against, it's it's counterproductive. It goes against what we're capable of. So if people just sit down and listen and be open to ideas, we, like our ancestors might have gotten the answer wrong. But now that we have more information now, we can make better choices. Right. We have more yeah. things at our disposal. We have more things available to us. We don't have to live right. like that. Right. And, mm-hmm. and, and and it's something else I, I want to say. Y'all, y'all spoke on the word loneliness or being lonely. Yeah. I don't look at the term. I mean, this is just me. I don't look at it as be, as being a negative. I mean, I think some people do. Right. I don't because I don't live my life through someone. I live my life for me. You know right. what I'm saying? So, so, so I, I don't worry. I mean, you know, one thing about being single and being single for long periods of time, you know, off and on, it, it teaches you how to love yourself. It teaches you to find right. who you are. It teaches you to even say, well, damn, well, maybe I shouldn't even be in a relationship because I, I got these certain uh, values and viewpoints, et cetera. You know, maybe, you know, sometimes some people come to, to that re- reality where they don't even – Say, man, well, 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 maybe it's best for me not to be lonely because I'm too much this way. And I think that that's the beauty in being lonely is being lonely because you find it out about yourself. A lot of people spend their life trying to find people, and they're hurt. They're all insecure. They they cry and they, they, right. they're behind closed doors. They're sad, and you know, I gotta have. I don't want to be alone. Bro, stop it. And you be right. alone. Loneliness, and you're you're very right. Loneliness is not good or bad. It just yeah. is. It's a state of right. being. It just means that's what you're doing right now. It's not a positive thing unless you like having, like, unless you're an introvert. It's not a negative thing unless you're an extrovert. So loneliness, mm-hmm. loneliness is just is. What what happens is people outside of you that see that you're lonely assign a trait to it, and then they right. use it to either attack you and say, oh, no, you're right. lonely. That's so bad. I'm going to make fun of you, right? And then you're supposed to all of a sudden feel bad about being lonely. You didn't control right. being lonely. If that's the case, we don't like being lonely, but, you know, it's just, it is what it is right then. You'd go out and get some people to be around. So, right. you know, yeah. you're right. And you're it, absolutely it, right. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, and I, I see people that are all married, and they're unhappy. I mean, I see, I'm like, right, exactly. well, I mean, I'm like, so you're married, but you're unhappy. What the, what the hell? You're supposed to be happy, right? You know, I right. hear couples all the time, you know, I, you know, I, where I used to work, I, I wasn't a counselor, but I, I used to try to talk to couples when they came in the, 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 the fine stuff to get married. And I would say, just remember this. When you turn 30 or 40, I mean, when you turn 40 and 50, never believe that your husband or your wife don't love you anymore or it's not the same. It is that you're changing with the time. You're changing right. with age. It has, it has nothing yeah, to do with that. Yeah, and they just need a little ad- adjustment period. Ad- yes, adjustment, exactly. True. Yeah. They're, and they say, well, they just met a new version of you, and they need time to get to – so you're going to have to go back to what it was like when y'all were courting, right? Exactly, exactly. So, I, yeah, I, I tell people all the time. That's good advice. Yeah, and I tell them all the time. So, you know, people say, well, I've been married for 40 years, but I'm getting a divorce. I'm like, what? For what? I'm like – why? Yeah, because you know what? They, I, at that moment, if you're getting a divorce, you could choose to get the divorce or you could choose to go back to the courting phase. It has to be both of y'all making that choice to go back to the right. courting phase or else it, it is divorce. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm glad you brought that up because that's, it, that's a good point. Yeah, it's weird how people yeah, think. Sure. But, uh, yeah. I have no press call online. Let me see okay. who this is. <laughs> All right, okay, call okay. who this is. Hello? Open line caller. You muted me earlier, man. I've been on the line, bro. Yeah, but um, because it's feedback. Um, let Yasha finish. Yasha. Yeah, yeah. You have any other? Yeah, yeah. Any further questions, Yasha? Um, not, not no. I'm, I'm pretty much done. Like you know, you know, um, Topaz. Is your name sis? Is it, is it Topaz? Yeah, it is, and it's okay. a it, it's a jewel that means healing. Oh wow, wow. So so you're a healer, huh? Well, I try to be, you know, I just got okay. to okay. you know, God sends the healing through me. <laughs> all right, <laughs> <You know>? okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Do you study astrology and all that? Or, or are you into that? Um, okay, so I, I mainly study psychology, but the astrology part is just fun afterwards. I can't read cards or anything like that, but I pretty much know the uh, basics. So. Okay, okay, all right. Okay, well, it, it was nice talking. Um, I, I know Gary... Um, when, when to go. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I know Gary when, when to leave. So, but anyway, but thanks for calling and thanks, we, Gary. We can carry on. We can carry on with this topic, though, right? We can take All it right. Over, right? Well, no, because I'm going to soon conclude this, um, Anthony, because it's almost two hours into this. Um, one thing, um, but like I said, um, Anthony, if you want, you can call in the after hour. Unless you have any further questions, possibly, brother. Um, maybe a, a comment or you know I don't know what comment what comment is that Anthony? So Yash, well, actually, the question: Do you think like having sex with women? Do you think that would cure loneliness? No. Yes. Yo. No. No, it doesn't. That doesn't. Even it makes cure. it worse. Right. Exactly. That doesn't even cure it because this for uh, uh, thirty minutes or so, you got some you got some pleasure or you thought was pleasure. Now the person's gone, and you still right. walk around by yourself, looking like, "Damn, okay, that's over that like that." Mm, damn, now what's next? So, right, yeah. So, I just yeah. wanted to pick your brain, man. That's good. Oh, wow. Well, bro, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of old, bro, so you can't pick my brain too much. <laughs> All, right. All right. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Okay. 
All right, Topaz, we came, we saw, and we have actually conquered this wonderful topic. And, you know, like I said, I see Big J, he's up in there, you know, being very much active in the comment section, you know. I, I don't blame right. him, you know. I think with Big J, he has turned a direction because he was on this heavy for years. Now he's doing something different, which is cool. I mean, everybody has to change up once in a while. I'm hoping what he does will be stimulating growthful mm-hmm. and uh, he gets a different audience i mean as you know topaz as me as man i never catered to either side even doing content right. now on youtube for i think two years doing podcasting five years um i'm at a point i mean i can't i don't want to be taking too many sides i don't i tried the balance route but when i look at between men and women we're not balanced creatures right now so whatever message or any topics or anything I want to discuss is going to be a different narrative. It's going to make people uncomfortable. It's going to make a whole lot of women uncomfortable and it's going to make a good portion of men uncomfortable. Nonetheless, I don't want to be balanced in what I'm doing. I just want to put out the information and leave it as is. You know? Um, The audience that will come out of this is expected. Um, And what I've learned that for most people that puts out certain content, certain narrative, they have to cater to their audience. And it's expected, you know, like what you're doing and what you're going to be doing moving forward, your your streams, your podcasting, your, you know, counseling is going to cater to a certain audience. And the audience that you gravitate, let them know up front that, you know, you are a person that be fair and balanced in your message as a woman. And it's going to either make you feel comfortable or uncomfortable. And today's society we are very much very comfortable. Hell, we're going to be put back to sleep with this new administration. That tells you how much comfort black people are right now as we speak. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I mean, like, black people are getting ready to be very uncomfortable, but what I just want us to know is that it's a purpose behind the uncomfortability and that that mm-hmm. comes before any positive change. It comes before any change. And you decide whether it's a positive or a negative change by your reaction to it. So, yes, mm-hmm. this is necessary. It's going to happen, but we can survive. We can come out on the other side. Okay. So I just mm-hmm. need black people to understand, yes, it's going to be uncomfortable for a while, but it's not just us. We can choose what mm-hmm. we want to do with this time period. Mm-hmm. And I hope we make our time and use our time wisely moving forward. Right. Um, and anywhere people could follow you, Contact, excerpt, links to Topaz. You want to give it yeah, out now? Um, so, you know, we have the show for the record TV um, on Saturdays at 3.30 p.m. Central, 4.30 Eastern. And then I have my own channel, but I, I don't really have a set schedule. I just kind of go live when the spirit strikes. Mm-hmm. Good, good. So, And I feel like you... it's better that way because then I'm not just making trite, you know, overused topics. I know it's better according to the algorithm to be consistent, but I'd rather just be true with the message. And the message is true when, you know, when it when I feel it, when I feel the movement. Oh, okay. Excellent, excellent. You know, I still haven't really structured a schedule on my channel. I will probably eventually come down and do it. But because I'm trying to reorganize now how I want my channel to lay out moving forward in this year, it's going to be a lot of different changes. Um, I know with the Porn Talk 
I already set an actual date when I do it with me and my good friend Kai. And the only thing now is to set an actual time when we're going to do it moving forward. I think that is guaranteed. Besides all the other shows that I do here on this platform in our Chaos Reign, it's going to vary, you know, anything that comes to my attention. I might schedule or I might just do it on the fly. So, like I said, people, if you're not subscribed to Chaos Reign channel, I'm not sure what you're waiting for. Um, subscribe to that my channel. Also, you can subscribe to Topaz, which I will probably put in the description during this okay. replay or this recording of the show. To the channel, okay. all right. And, and, the, and all right. the um the the chat we did today was fun, right? So I try to do a little. Oh yeah, it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> so it's you know, you know one thing. It's not all work and learning. Sometimes it's a little fun too. I will say this, when it was concluding that I did not know that um, when you talk about the child support thing, I didn't have no idea, um, Topaz, that um, you as a woman, you don't really really waste time go to the state to get the so-called Mr. Charlie or the white man on your yeah, baby daddy. Listen, it's only, it's only, one ba- only one baby daddy, right? That you went and got him for well, the child. Well, it's two. No, my, my kids each have different fathers. The first one I was okay. married, the second one I wasn't. Okay. But my thing is, I just, I don't really like courtrooms, you know, and, and systems hmm. and all of that. I feel like that is, it's not individualized to me. It's all about just, you know, this this big, you know, broad stroke that you just paint everybody with. So I hate going into them on my own. If I could avoid it, I would, you know, or if I could find a way to avoid it, that I work to try to avoid that. I don't like being in courtrooms for any reason. I That's not a fun time for me. So I don't, yes, I don't approve of the child support system. I I do see women taking advantage of it, yes. I also see men who can afford to just kind of, like, do the bare minimum and they take advantage of it, yes. But that's not the reason why. The biggest reason is I just don't like courtrooms. I don't like systems overall telling me what to do in my life or the people that I'm interacting with. And then, two, I don't feel like they actually put in the time. You know how when you hire, like, when the congressman gets elected, they do just mm-hmm. enough to stay elected. They don't really care about their constituents, and that's how I view all things systems-based. I don't believe that they actually are connected to their constituents. I believe they they do enough to stay there and get their check, and then they go home, and, and mm-hmm. whatever is going on in your life just doesn't matter. So I try to stay away from all that. So I don't, yes, I don't approve of uh, child support court. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny you talk about people that are elected in Congress. That's a whole career where it's a permanent job, which I find why that has not been rules now in America that they start restrict that. Because no person that's gotten into politics and got to be, a, I guess, congressperson, wherever, and they hold 30 or more year careers yep, and not exactly. retire. That tells you the money they're getting is very much plentiful. And that's a no-no because now you in there, you're going to be complacent. I don't care what anybody right. tell me. That's why when they get those type of positions, it's final. Hell, I think Maxine Waters was a um in those same yeah. areas. And look how long she's been doing. She's been in those seats for almost roughly over 40 years. And nothing really has yep. been better for California, where she's at overall when I'm here. But it goes back again. Once you're in, you're in, and you don't have to be held no accountability. So there's no really 
structure because the structure cannot exist without no accountability. Let's keep it real on this. To find that it's still existing, that tells you there's no accountability and there's clear chaos in those positions. But it is what it is because a lot of people know, you know, the people at the end of the day, human beings, they want some form of security. I get it. I understand it. But everything that's secure is not always good overall. Society stops. Ooh. Things stop functioning once there's security because there's no need for improvement, for need to emphasis to get what or do things for better the outcomes. So I get you. Thank I hear you. you. All right, Topaz, I'd like to thank you for being a guest on tonight's show. Um, I guess um, when I have you back on, it'll probably be for another topic. And hell, I might just want to have the gang, the fourth quarter, um, third war, and <laughs> Brandon L. on here. And we'll probably chop up on today's topics and just, you know, be fun with it. You know what I'm saying? Up here on this channel, possibly, you know. We'll see. We'll okay. see, you know. Because I, I do keep up sometimes. Um, sometimes, I, depending if I'm not busy, I will come up. I'll do chime in once in a while but you know it's, it's such different now yeah, than it was so why from the other situations always wait to the end to come up you don't ever come up to, to uh contribute um, to the conversation well you know topaz i am a busy man as you know trust trust me topaz you know me i'm no screen no stranger to hit that link you know this. I know. You, I'm just saying, it's like, yeah. you come up at the end and we about to leave, so I can't, like, yeah. make the stream go longer. Yeah. But no, I know. I know you got stuff yeah. to do. I'm just saying. I, 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 if, I, if I can catch it early or in the middle, I will do that. But if not, okay. but like I said, I come in to, to do some support because it's better to be seen and let a press be known than nothing at all. You get me? Right. And I feel, yes, their think is this, if I can't listen to show or be play place a response or be be part of the show i'm not going to be bothered with it and i say no just make right. sure that your presence you know watch a few minutes here and if you had to go back we don't go do that because you give that person the view including the like right remember right. No, when you I hit don't. that like and you watch that view of the channel you help the algorithm very much good so they know see that you're making knowing that people are watching the material, they're liking the video. So when it's all said and done and it concludes, what people do to pass, they go back and watch back the video because it's going to be in the recommendations for everybody's outlets. That's not subscribed right. to the channel. That's the main and you want. You, don't, you want enough people to sit there, be able to watch for a little bit and hit the like if they can because that's what you want for the channel to grow. And right. I, I, expect, I expect fourth quarter to reach – at least a thousand subs by the end of this year. I think that's a benchmark oh, that y'all should be well, shooting. Thank you, because we, we are we do have it as a target, so we can add more fuckery on the community tab. So yeah, that's what I love about it. I love the fuckery. <laughs> I live for. It. You know, say I want the madness. You know, I want right. Brendan L with his um Bitcoin ass talk some shit. I want Third World yeah. to lay out that game. You know, what I'm saying and tell other content creators like say yo old man. You know you want this pussy, but you, you can't attract some I like that shit. Oh, you know Lord. what I'm saying? Start, so start some controversy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, and that's, that's what they do. They definitely suck. I'll be over there being uh, all wholesome. I don't be part of that. So, you know. 
Yeah, yeah. But like I said, that's something that if you could get and accomplish by the end of the year, that would be wonderful. I mean, as you know, I'm right. trying to shoot up around that. It's still a work in progress, you know. Um, I think I learned certain things from O'Shea to what to do possibly. And mm-hmm. like I said, you know, we only could do as much that the time is given to us to make improvements and put out the outcomes so we get the better results in our own channels. But I expect right. good things in the coming months of this year. So be patient. Okay. Keep working on it. And it's going to come to you. All right. But like right. I said, I'm going to hit you up on the, e- in the emails. You know I'm saying any other questions, you know where to find me. You know, um, yeah, I'm no stranger. So, you know, you know where to contact me. Right. All right. So All right. So right. Best. Absolutely. All right. So I'm going to let you go. Um, I'd like to thank everybody else for calling in and participating in today's stream. Um, like I said, um, on my channel, I hope that y'all leave a comment. And if you're not liking the video, please like this video. And if you're not subscribed to Chaos Rain channel, what are you waiting for? Hit that red button. Hit that top bell for so you know when there's uploads and notifications to Chaos Rain channel. But other than that, thank y'all for listening. Until next time, good night. Good night, everybody. I right, thank everybody for listening to this broadcast with my special guest Topaz. Subscribe to her channel. The links will be in the description of this video. And like always, comment, subscribe, and like this video. You can now follow me on Facebook, Eric Rain, and you also can follow me on Twitter at Chaos Rain Set. Thank you for listening. Until next time, let the chaos rain.